it's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This Week in Music History with Marty Miller. Hiya, this is Marty here and we're taking a look at the week of February 6th until 10th. The good, the bad and the ugly going back in music history. There's more on that in a minute. This week we lost Gary Moore and Del Shannon. In 1964, America was witnessing the power of the Beatles arrive for the very first time with all of the madness and glory that brought and a deal worthy of a prince this week. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes. We'll start though in 1981 when we lost the composer Hugo Montenegro. He died in California and he was responsible for many movie themes including... 2011, we lost our own Gary Moore, just 58 years of age, died in his sleep after a heart attack in Spain. Way back to 1959 we go. You might remember we talked about this last week. The day the music died. Well, this was the week the music was buried, I suppose. Buddy Holly buried in Lubbock, Texas, after the plane crash that killed him, Richie Valens, the Big Bopper, and their pilot. In an ironic twist, many of those aboard the plane were not meant to be. As the Big Bopper had a cold, Holly's bass player Waylon Jennings gave him his spot. Valens won his seat in a coin toss with Holly's guitar player, Tommy Alsa. Despite light snow, the single-engine aircraft took off at close to 1 a.m. local time, but quickly disappeared from sight. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. Another flight, this one touching down successfully in New York's JFK Airport, Pan Am Flight 101 in 1964, greeted by over 5,000 Beatles fans because it was bringing that band to the U.S., for the first time. Even the reporter here is starstruck. It's just wild here. The four Beatles have... (laughs) The four Beatles have left the airplane. They're standing on the ramp, or rather on the uh, stairway, going down. There's that fabulous hairdo. And one of them is standing and he's jumping and he's wiggling and he's waving his fingers. Oh, look at him wiggle. Look at him wiggle. Look at him wiggle. This is just almost impossible to describe. David Bryan of Bon Jovi has a birthday this week. Actually, we spoke not so long ago. Recalls meeting John Bon Jovi for the very first time. But happy birthday, David Bryan. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, he was in uh, a 10-piece band in Jersey, and I uh, went to a, a high school that was in the next town over with his first cousin. Mm. And uh, first cousin, Butch. And Butch said, hey, my cousin's looking for a keyboard player. Oh, yeah. And I got my equipment, went over to their this, the bass player's house, Steve Peretti, I still remember him, and uh, brought all my my heavy shit. They had to help me carry it down the stairs <laughs> to the basement, and right. um, got them to carry it down there, and uh, that was it. Oh. That was the first day, and had, it's been going on since. Jumping to 1990, suffering from depression, one of those American heartthrobs, singer songwriter Del Shannon died. Suicide, unfortunately, massive hit in the 60s, massive hits really in the 60s. He'd been working with Tom Petty and Jeff Lynne and was talked about to be replacing Roy Orbison in the Travelling Wilburys. Of course, we all remember Tom Petty singing about him when he sung. Me and Del were singing. 
Very funny stuff this week in 1994 when Oasis were forced to cancel their first foreign tour after being deported from Holland. Why? Well, they got the ferry, but then got very, very, very drunk on it, got in a lot of fights and then ended up in the brig of a ferry. Yeah, it was f***ing mayhem, man. I loved it. Then there's a fight broke out. And all I remember was, it was a bit Benny Hill. Someone's punched someone, someone's kicked someone, someone's got nicked, and then we're handcuffed, sent down to the bottom of the boat. We get locked up. I call McGee, and I'll never forget this, and this is another reason why I love McGee. I said, are you sitting down? I've got some news. Everybody's been arrested. The only word he said was, brilliant. This week in 2010, guitarist of Guns N' Roses, Slash was posing for Guitar Hero, which would land him in court in 2013 with his then estranged bandmate, Axl Rose. Guitar Hero is harder as a guitar player than if I had never touched a guitar and all I knew I had to do was just touch these different colours on the neck. I've gotten pretty good at it so far. My motion capture experience, you know, there's a dozen people and suits to put on and little balls all over the place. Pretty much the goofiest suit that I can recall wearing. Jumping back again to 1964, you'll remember a few minutes ago the Beatles arrived in the States for the first time. Well, here they are now making their very first television debut on Ed Sullivan. On introducing the Beatles again, may I point out that they'll be on our show, as I told our audience, for the next two Sundays. Next Sunday from Deauville Hotel in the Miami Beach show starring... Hollywood's exciting Mitzi Gaynor. But ladies and gentlemen, once again... And from an American broadcaster to a British broadcaster, in 1993 this week, Bill Grundy died of a heart attack. He was age 69. He was the man who used to have a tea-time television show. And in great misfortune to himself, he invited Sex Pistols on. Susie, she was just being, like, coy with him. And he said, oh, maybe we'll meet after. We'll meet afterwards, shall we? <laughs> you dirty son You dirty old man Steve completely understood That he was talking to a drunk As you would a drunk in a pub And he just topped him Well keep going Chief. Keep going Go on you've got another five seconds Say something outrageous Mind you John Lydon Former Sex Pistol With his band P.I.L we're trying to win a spot representing Ireland at Eurovision this week in real time. So, you know... This Week in Music History, the podcast. 1967, the Beatles started working on the song A Day in the Life from Sgt. Pepper's. Old Ringo got pretty bored during the whole recording session for that one. Well, shall I just keep it straight? Swinging. Swinging, swinging. How fast, uh, However you like, you know, feel it. And in 1972, David Bowie began his Ziggy Stardust tour in London. Finally, 2017. You remember when Prince died? There was all this hullabaloo about what was in his vault, what was complete, what was not, what could be salvaged, what could be released. Well, Universal Records strike a deal to release much of Prince's private archive. What's he got locked away? Did you know about the vault before you worked there? I started the vault. Do you know the vault exists? Oh, it exists. It's a physical vault. It's in the basement at Paisley Park. And it's just this room in the building that just has 
poof, and like veils and whatnot. And then there's the door with the combination lock. It is a bank vault. It has the, the like a bank vault door. It's, it's really, really thick. And that is a look at this week in music history from February 6th until February 10th. Thanks for checking out the podcast. My name is Marty Miller. We'll do it all again next week if you're around. This Week in Music History, the podcast.